Well, it's not just hippo. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Hippo Has a Hat, by Julia Donaldson, illustrated by Nick Sherratt, published by Macmillan Children's Books. Hippo Has a Hat follows a group of animals as they go shopping for new clothes. After the animals find clothes they like, we're given a nice surprise at the end. What will the animals end up doing in their new threads? Well, I hope you like shopping for clothes. Because I don't. We open on a mob of animals entering a clothing store. Where did they come from? We don't know. They could have broken out of a zoo, or maybe they came from a furries convention. What we do know is, these animals like shopping for clothes, because they love the whole process of it, from trying on the clothes, to maybe purchasing it. Hell, they might even like the returns part, when they get the clothes home and realize they made a mistake. Myself, I've never been a fan. The whole taking off my pants thing in public, and having to try on dirty clothes, and then shouting at my mom halfway across the store to come look because I'm too afraid to leave my clothes in the changing room for fear someone might take them, is not my idea of fun. Though, that would be a good racket for a store. Oh, someone stole your pants? I guess you have to buy ours, or you're going to risk exposing yourself to every man, woman, or child in here. Moving on. The animals begin to try on various items of clothes. Uh-oh, we found a hipster in the group. Quote, a cardigan for cat. End quote. He's never going to find a lady friend dressing like that. Who does he think he is? Mr. Rogers? Take off the cardi. It's time to party, Brasif. Some of the animals begin to try on things that seem redundant, like... A mountain goat tries on a winter coat. If he's already comfy and cozy in the freezing temperatures at the peak of a mountain, why would he need a jacket? Hell, he might overheat in that thing and die. He should have been searching for a tank top that says something stupid, like beach bum. That would have been more fitting, and he wouldn't be sweating his balls off either. As we get to see the other animals trying on clothes, we get to a situation that is highly relatable. We see a pig trying to stuff itself into some skinny jeans that just don't seem to fit. We've all seen people who do this, that force themselves into clothes that look two sizes too small. In fact, I'm one of them. My thighs just don't fit into jeans these days. I don't know who's making these cuts, but it's like they're made for people who've only played video games their whole life and have survived off a diet of Mountain Dew and Doritos. Haven't any of these people played a sport in their life? Sorry, I have some meat on my bones, and when I put a pair of jeans on, no matter where they're from, they look like jeggings on me, and that's not a good look on casual Fridays at the office. Who am I kidding? I haven't been in an office for years, and they won't let me back in one anytime soon. The animals begin to have troubles with their whole trying on experience. And I have to say, it's a relief. For a moment there, I thought I was the only one. 
On a side note, I feel bad for this store owner. The animals are ransacking the store like they're at a shop on the Mag Mile in Chicago. But hey, just when I thought these animals weren't going to buy anything, they proved me wrong. So in that case, they're paying customers. They can do whatever they want. The customer is always right. As the story is beginning to wind down, the author seems to take a shot at a stag who just likes to party with this. Quote, A string of beads for stag. Now everyone looks smart. Dot, dot, dot. End quote. A subtle use of sarcasm there. Almost didn't catch it. Just because the guy can't get the beads down below his antlers doesn't mean the author should make fun of his intelligence. I mean, it's not like he has a lampshade on his head. Sorry to leave everyone hanging on the dot dot dot. The story ends on all the animals partying down in the streets with their newfound clothes like it's New Year's Eve in 1999. And now, who looks foolish? The stag who's the life of the party? Or the wet blanket of an author who clearly doesn't know how to party? It's pretty clear what this moral is all about. It's to help us understand fashion so we don't look like a bunch of squares showing up to the next party we're at. That being said, you can make almost anything look cool if you have confidence. Which is something I don't have. Julia's writing was succinct. She helped the reader learn new words for different fashion items. I just didn't feel that the story was completely set up with this one. Nick's pictures paired perfectly with Julia's prose and played up much of the humor in this read. I just don't think Julia produced another classic like a previous book we reviewed of hers called The Garuffalo. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm going to give this book a 2.6. I'll have a taste, push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for another bite or two. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.